Let's see what yours sounds like. Mine's more abrasive. Welcome to Mind Gap. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And this week we're doing <laughs> some fun shit to annoy the hell out of you. <laughs> we <laughs> uh, we are having way too much fun with apps on this episode. <laughs> yes. So uh, Justin had this awesome idea to use Stumble Upon. Justin, tell everyone what Stumble Upon is if they haven't used it before. So Stumble Upon is a website uh, and app that um, basically you can set what interests what interests you, um, and it can be anything from cars to comedy to tech to babes to alcoholic <laughs> drinks. Babes, yeah. Um, Does that mean babies or like hot chicks? No, like hot chicks. Okay. Um, so you can just basically set all your interests, uh, and then you hit the stumble button and it will take you to a random website on the internet that is that contains elements of that and so it's just a good way for you to find new articles new websites or new just to stumble around the internet but uh honing it down to looking at only the things that you have said i'm interested in yeah so um i use it a lot uh on the other when when milos and i have to do a just a bar-based one I think it's fun to just kind of go through. I set it to alcoholic drinks as the interest, mm-hmm. and I just see if there's any kind of like weird or or odd topics that might be fun to talk about. How so. specific does it get when you try to do categories? It can get, it gets really specific. Now there are sometimes where <laughs> I don't know why, but like a beauty cleansing product will come up or something, and I'm assuming because it maybe it has alcohol in it. Okay. So most of the time, I would say 98 percent of the articles that come up are very specifically cocktail based. Nice. Uh, but there are some outliers that will show up once in a while. You're like, mm, that's odd. Mm. Um, here I have my app set to all interests. And oh, God. Doug and I were, were messing around with this uh, before and just kind of seeing what came up and laughing. And I thought it would be fun to uh, to do a little uh, stumble sode, if you will. So we're going to use the app to stumble through. I have it set to all interests. So we're just going to use the app to stumble through. We're going to talk about whatever page comes up. We're going to see if it sparks a conversation. And when we feel like we're ready to, we're ready to move on, you will hear this sound. <laughs> <laughs> but or you'll probably hear what yeah, sounds. exactly. Um yeah, and we're just going to see how the hell this goes. <laughs> Can you make sure the the settings are set to a wiener sizes 3 to 6 inches? That's in the all interest. All right, cool. Yeah. I want to make sure that yep, we just. That's in there. But I really don't want to think over six inches. I don't want anything below three inches. So right. I think, I think that something seems that's fair. relatable. Yeah, yeah. Something that I feel like I can identify with, <laughs> so we can talk about it. So one of the first things that came up in this that uh, that that Doug, 
I will say, had a uh, passionate response about. <laughs> it's amazing how this just comes out all natural. For me. <laughs> was uh, we we randomly came across uh, a some words some word porn for you people. It's basically uh, quotes by different people. And the kind of the kind of things that you would see memes on Facebook. And Doug, go ahead and explain your reaction. I fucking hate this. <laughs> Why? No, I it's just like this is the kind of shit that people will just post on Facebook as a meme, and they want to. It sounds like they want to sound like they're so important. It sounds profound. It's like look, like what's that first one say? It says nothing haunts us like the things we don't say. By who? Mitch Albom. Oh, Mitch Albom, what a douche. No. <laughs> It's just like that's the kind of stuff that people are like, I want to find something that's really deep. And really, like, what's this one say? Like, we are all searching for someone whose demons play well with ours. <laughs> you, it sounds like a bad t-shirt. S- if you could see Doug right now, he had to just actually this turn exact, and look out the window. This exact design looks like something I'd see on someone's lower back. Like, with <laughs> everything here. Like, with, with the little floral stuff on the top and bottom. Yep. That's yep. like something you'd see on someone's lower back. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone you will ever meet knows something you don't, which is true. I'm not. I'm not necessarily. That's a you true know, statement. These aren't necessarily untrue. They're just really obnoxious. <laughs> so, what is your rule on Facebook? I'll what give you. you I'll give you three of these. If you post three or if you post more than three, I'm either going to unfriend you or, or, or block you or block you. <laughs> because it's just like I don't need you to send quotes to me that I can't even verify. The thing is they're not sending them to you. This goes back to our discussion about the baby pictures. They're not sending them to you. You can scroll right past no, it. No, I would argue that they are, Justin, because we're friends and they know that I'm getting them, so they're sending them to me. I don't know that you're getting all the things I post, Doug. Oh, I'm getting if them. I Trust know, me. If I got I all your to. skeptical lyrics. Trust me, I got them. <laughs> I also get a notification every time you post an update status. Do you? Yes. Because uh, you're cho- one of my good friends. You've chosen me. Yay. I want to know what's going on with you, buddy. <laughs> but uh, there's plenty of people who I know who I don't see... You know, you've got over, most people have, you know, a couple hundred friends, and I know I'm not seeing half of, because we'll go through my friend list and I'll go, I forgot I was friends with that person, mm-hmm. and I know I'm not seeing, so either they've blocked me and I don't see, <laughs> I don't see their stuff anymore, and that very well could be true. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have probably blocked me because I post about the podcasts all the time. Yeah, that's really much all but, I, yeah. I, I tell people, I'm like, yeah, if we're friends on Facebook, you're going to see one of two things. One. Podcast stuff, two, if I'm doing improv, improv stuff, that's right. it. Or three trailers. Or three trailers. I might, I might throw Most a Most of them which will be posted through my Get Podcast, right. which I will then like and then reshare, so, <laughs> because it's that cool. Is there any, is there any one of these that you would, uh, that you would, like, is there anything you would ever send or, or post? Like, is there, do you find any This seems like something I would have done when I was 18. Wait, go back up. What's this one say? There is no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside you. Oh. <sighs> You should know about uh, that one though, because you've got about? like you've got tons of stories that you just you feel like you want to get out. Yeah, it's just everything about this. Was that is that a coffee stain? That what is that? <laughs> All right, I will give you that because I don't know why there's a little stain on that. Looks like someone wrote it, typed it on a napkin. Why would you type it on that? Because again, I don't necessarily think that these are untrue. That's so totally true. If you have a story you want to get out, it's it's horrible. Yeah. But I'm just thinking the way in which people will post this. It's it's posted on a white page yeah. with a coffee stain on it, like some with like asshole. Water, watermark the the watermark in larger letters of the same quote behind it. It's like some butthole in some Starbucks is like, I gotta tell the story, I gotta get it out. Oh, but of it, me. I got coffee, spilled coffee on it. I spilled coffee on it. Let's go to the next one. Uh, well, hold on. I will also say that that is that that sucks to have a story that you just need to get out. And no one. To, but there is definitely greater agony in life than that. I guess if you're a creative person, that's sure. 
That's how that is. Here's Joss Whedon. Yeah. Here you go. It's your one of your heroes. I write to give myself strength. I write to be the characters that I am not. I write to explore all the things I am afraid of. That just sounds boring. Move on. What's the next one? <laughs> Uh, speak in such a way that others love to listen to you. Listen in such a way that others love to speak to you. That's a quote that we put in our uh, new hire customer service training. No. Yep. So it should say sounds... it should say your your company and not just anonymous. Does it say anonymous? Yeah. Yeah. Trust me, you, we use that because I. That's 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 quite the quite the. I feel like that should be our credo for this podcast. Yeah, that's also it's kind of hard to to read it out loud. It's it's a lot of. <clears throat> this is one of the things that I have. One of the things that I have issue with in these in these in the context of these types of things is essentially you're just saying you're saying like two things and then you're saying like the reverse of those two. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like speak in a way that others love to listen and listen in a way that others love to speak. Mm-hmm. I, you could say like you could say that for many other uh, yeah. you know versions of dance like no one's watching but watch when someone's dancing or something <laughs> like you know. Pay, pay attention. Say, so, hey, be creative and also be a creeper is kind of what exactly, I just took Exactly, yeah. Just watch from the bushes and don't touch yourself, <laughs> but do if you need to. But yes. Yeah. Um, no, it's funny because that quote leads me into where I'm like, you know, what this means to me, guys, is, uh, you know, I do improv. And what's most important to me is listening. Because if I come up to you and I say, and I, and I say, you know, I want to say cats, but you say rocket chips, I got abandoned cats and we're talking about rocket chips. Can't we talk about cats on rocket chips? Not a, if you engage and say rocket chips, cats are gone. I got to go immediately with what you say. Mm. It's being, it's talking about listening, you know, being an active listener, being in the moment, Justin. Because you know, you know, you know why they call it the present? Because it's a gift. That's, <laughs> that's probably one that's on here. <laughs> if we scroll down, it's the next one. I'm going to laugh my ass. <laughs> Hashtag poopy pants. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. So I don't care. Huh. Oh, here we go. All right, what's it say? From uh, from Lewis Carroll, right? A little quote from uh, ah, Alice Louis. the Looking Gas. Louis. Looking How long is forever? Sometimes just one second. <laughs> but you know what'd be cool? <laughs> Real quick before before we move on to something else, uh, the one quote here that I would love is yeah. is the one from Death and Sandman. Which I do have hanging up in my office, which is you get what anyone you get what anyone gets. You get a lifetime. See, but see, here's the if thing: if you posted that, I would probably defriend you. But here's the thing: <laughs> no one understands what that means. Yeah, that's out of context of something from you know literature and stuff right. like that. Whereas a lot of this stuff is like, uh, I would argue that it's the same thing. I would you argue just, it's you, not. You just have you just have a personal connection. I to also it. didn't post that on Facebook. I hung it on my wall in my office. It's a big difference. Yeah, but you're forcing anyone who walks by your office to see it, so it's yeah. the same as and, sharing. And you know what? Everyone has complimented me on that. They're like, "That's really cool." I'm it's like, you're technically welcome. it's on your wall, Doug. It is it's literally, <laughs> literally on my wall. I can't just scroll past it. I have to run past it. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right next to "It's a Trap" by Admiral Akbar, and right underneath <laughs> "It's a Secret to Everybody" from Link. And right underneath the picture of uh, Jack Nich- Nicholson Joker giving a massage to Heath Ledger Joker. So, did I send that one to you? Yeah. I did, yeah. Yeah. That was a cool picture. That was a cool picture. Um, so here's an interesting one. To Doug's point that we always talk about movies. <sighs> well, we 18, do it. 18, the uh, 18 best movies on Netflix you haven't seen. All right. Well, let's so, take a look. What do we got? Goon. I feel like That's that one. That's a great one, movie. I was going to say, I feel like that one's not that unseen of a movie. I don't know. A lot of people haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, but See? I feel like it's not that unseen. <laughs> it's a of good movie. movie. I liked it a lot. It was that good. one, that one I actually heard cause it's, it's, Actually got a lot of uh, like really good elements to it. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people think anytime you see Sean William Scott in something, initially my first reaction is to go, 
yeah. maybe not so much. I remember seeing the trailer for that when it came out. I'm like, oh, this looks like a unique sort of role for him. And but I've heard a Leif lot of drivers good... in it. He's he also oh, does a great job. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it's a great uh, and also Jay Bukowitz, Skowitz, Skamowitz. Oh, the the um, he's with Seth Rogen. The Rogan, thin guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From um, yeah, exactly. He's always in those movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, Rounders. I. Fucking love this movie. Who hasn't seen Rounders? I don't know. I I feel like this list. Who did this list? Uh, Because we a good movie. Oh, it says your mom. Your mom made this list. Cool. Oh yeah, no, she hates these movies. Um, (laughs) Rounders, of course. Everyone's seen Rounders. Fucking love that movie. That this movie made up. This and Shade made up. Shade. Yeah. I don't know, Shade. It's a good movie. It's another poker movie. I was like, is it, is it the next one? <laughs> it might be. We'll see if it comes up on here. Yeah, but Rounders those, is great. Those two movies made up my college career. Yeah. Like, we were so, as, as everyone was at the time, it was mm-hmm. the early 2000s, we were so into... Uh, Texas Hold'em. Tax, yep, Texas Hold'em and Omaha. Mm-hmm. Um, we would stay up and just do fucking uh, poker tournaments all night, and then in between, in be- when we need to take a break, we would pop one of these movies on. And yeah. I just watched this again probably about a month or so ago. And man, it, it holds it up. Holds up. It it's a great. Holds up. It's a great movie. Yeah, I really, really like this movie. It's one of those that I would actually like if I if if and when I get to make you know a move uh, my feature film, I would like this is the kind of style that I would want to sure. style it. Or, or I mean, there's many styles. This is one of them that I would definitely. I would do rounders, but I'd remake it in the world of video games. Like Ooh. someone's like a natural video game guy, like you with know? the uh, like the esports kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, and he loses it all. You know, he gets up there. He's doing a one-on-one tournament. He loses it all. He loses his sponsorship. He goes to driving a truck in his, Boston. His fingers <laughs> lock up. Yeah, his hands start shaking. He makes he makes a bad call. He thinks right. he's got it. He makes a bad call, and then he's like, "I got outplayed." And then he fights his way back. You know, starts at you know doing his solo career, playing I don't know some game like Overwatch or some shit right. like that. And he, he goes to the internet way. cafes and yes. schools him there. Yes, slowly comes back And they're back like, up. "Dude, you're so good." He's like, "No, I can't, man. Right. I can't do this." And he starts playing like these Super you know, Smash Brothers. Yeah, starts right. Slow. Yeah, N sixty four. Yeah, and he starts like playing these games and stuff like that, and he's like winning money. But his mom's like, "I can't watch you go through this again. Your future, your future." It's not his girlfriend; it's his mom. Yeah. Your future, your mom. Future. This is my future. That's all. It, it, I can't lose. I've seen you lose, and I know what that's like. But mom, I have heart again. <laughs> I found my heart. I can't lose. This is what I'm good at. I see what I'm good at. <laughs> <laughs> he's got some character that goes in there to help him win you know right he's exactly. the worm of it of the of the it's of a the hacker movie. who's yeah. actually hacking the system and that he's just the... like he pretends that he's fighting against somebody just feeds him kills and stuff like that exactly, and tells yeah. him where everyone else is he's like on skype he's like hey here's where here's they are go get him <laughs> dude i think we just made a movie we did it game on copyright uh what are we gonna call it though uh we'll call it gamers um rounders we'll call it uh uh Call noobs. Ooh, I like that because you're schooling the noobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. All right, so noobs. Noobs or or elite spelled one three three seven. I don't get that. It stands. It's a hacker way of saying you're elite. Okay, but you use numbers to spell it out because one looks like L, three looks like E, three looks like E, seven looks like T. Elite. Oh, I like it. Mm-hmm. We'll okay. call it elite one three three seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually that. I would say, let's call it 1337. There we go. And that that's really... It's in, funny, because like, there was a Jeopardy a episode where there was a kid that was on there. It may have been like the college edition or something like that. And for Final Jeopardy, he wagered 1337 <laughs> because he knew he got it right. And there's like, that's an odd thing. And he just smiled because he knew like Trebek yeah. had no idea what it was. But on the internet, everyone was like, oh, this kid's, this kid's legendary. This kid's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, really- leet. 
That's really cool, man. Because he knew he couldn't lose, so yeah. he just wrote Leet on there, which Leet. is pretty cool. That's really fucking awesome, actually. Yeah. I like that. Um, I may have so, had an opportunity to set our combination for our soda fridge at the training department, and I may have set it to that combination. So if you're ever in, in, in Dutch People are building, like, I don't get it. I'm like, yeah, then you then stop talking. Then you don't get soda. Get, get the fuck out of here. Then you don't get the fucking soda. <laughs> like, um, I don't understand. Yeah, so 1337, uh, coming out May 2018. <laughs> uh, Francis, ha! I have heard about this movie. Nope. And I don't remember. Oh, yeah. It's a Woody. Not the glamour. No. Uh, like my film. Uh, so, <clears throat> uh, Francis lives in New York, but not the glamorous NYC of Woody Allen movies. Taking place primarily in gritty, rapidly gentrifying North Brook- Brooklyn, the black and white film paints a picture of an extended adolescence, focusing on the goofy and carefree Francis, who rapidly loses her boyfriend, her best friend, and her dream of being a dancer. She moves in with two guys, both of whom are more successful than her. And becomes even more determined to fulfill her goals, impractical as they may be. Fans of HBO's Girls and other odes to not being a, quote, real person yet will love this film. I have heard of this. Pass. Uh, but I probably will remain on the list of movies that I have not seen. On It'll Netflix. be on your list, but you'll probably never watch it. Broken. This looks creepy. It's a picture of a... Oh, I know this. Do you? Yeah, this is on my list. Yeah. It's like, uh, I think it's about, because uh, that's, what's his name? Uh, find it, 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 find it. Tim find Roth. It. Yes, Tim yeah. Roth. He has and a Killian kid. Murphy. Yes, there's. I think it deals something with uh, potential uh, child abuse. Wow. Lawrence yeah. plays skunk, a twelve-year-old trying to make sense of life in a full-looking cul-de-sac where much of the action takes place. We're in uh, in a. No, sorry, uh, I skipped the line there and whose task isn't made easier by our own family's internal struggles. Other families living in the peaceful cul-de-sac where much of the action takes place were informed of the get-go that some sort of tragedy will befall the girl. We don't know what shape it will take or what the outcome will be. Tensions build from there with a little relief along the way. Thanks for often amusing performances and wittiness. Uh, yada, 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 yada. Interesting. Yeah, so it's a list. kind of a coming-of-age, uh, uh, a tragic coming-of-age story. Yeah, it's set like in a, Fables sort of shit. Interesting. You know? All right, broken. Check that one out. Yeah. Uh, people, places, and things. Move on. All right. <laughs> I'm just going to go real quick through this. I saw The Devil. Uh, oh, I saw The Devil. I think supposed to be pretty good, pretty violent. Simsara. Okay. Oh, no, I have seen this one. This one is actually worth worth a watch. It's it's more, it's not a narrative movie. It's just kind of a, um, kind of like a Planet Earth documentary mm-hmm. where they just go around oh, cool. and show you just gorgeous scene, like scenery. Cool. around the world it's it's a so really it's like cool the, the the screensaver on uh apple apple tv but way better <laughs> yeah but way better uh and oh of course we gotta have a mel gibson one in here and we're not gonna go to page two next fuck you um all right <laughs> <laughs> this is a picture one we're not gonna talk about pictures those are boobies we're not gonna do that one wait 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 what <laughs> we're skipping boobies yeah you want to go back <laughs> What do we got here? Whoa, those are some blurry boobies. It's, yeah, I'm afraid that one's not going to, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to um, load? Damn it's it. It's not going to load, yeah. Uh, let's see. How to find new music. All right. Tell me how, internet. Uh, here They just give you a list of websites to go to. Jesus Christ. Let's, I'm not, here's the thing about StumbleUpon. I'm not lazy. saying it's great on every, on every, uh, <laughs> I'm not saying it's great on every turnaround, right? But, uh, oh, no. What? Damn it. I'm I'm caught in the. All right, we're going to have to kill stumble upon. Thankfully, sometimes they take you to pages that uh, 
it just like throws the oh you want to go to this other site oh. and it tries to get it's you like, to go away from yeah. you're going to a government website you need you need credentials yeah. whoops <laughs> somehow no, they didn't know they it's were essentially get... a, it's it's the websites that oh. would give you pop-ups or like redirects gotcha. and so you it's not free from that so you have to be careful as you're going through <laughs> this that. looks yeah. hilarious what do we got here Justin? 10 awesome experiences you can only have in kentucky now let me say this <laughs> <laughs> Let me say this. I the best bar podcast did a road show, and we went to Louisville and Nashville. Mm-hmm. All right, Louisville is in Kentucky, and then as Nashville's in Tennessee, exactly. Uh, and um, because it was, I I liked it so much, Louisville, that I took Beth back there last year. Uh, we just went on like a weekend trip there. Louisville's awesome. All mm-hmm. right, so Kentucky, I think it's a does not get a fair shake. I think a lot of people, um, there's there's some pre. There's some pre- to say uh, an entire state's you know cool because of one city is kind of uh, kind of a stretch, Justin. Well, what do you have against Kentucky? I'm you just spent saying, some time there. I, I managed that state for two years in my job. Just because so. you've managed a state, Doug, does not mean that the whole state's uncool. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I lost that one. Yeah, your quote wouldn't really work in that sort of situation. All right, let's see what some ten awesome experiences in Kentucky. Let's are. talk about it. <clears throat> Hit the Kentucky Bourbon. Fuck trail. your sister. Sorry. <laughs> Damn it, Douglas. <laughs> That's number one, my bad. Number one is hit the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. We did see some distilleries. I will say this is it's it's a really cool thing. Um, even if you don't drink, it's still interesting. Like the way that it's made and some of the like walking through the the barrel houses, pretty cool. Yeah, you're like, think. man, I don't eat sausage, but I really can't wait to see how that gets made. You're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrate meat at the International Barbecue Festival. Now we're talking. You, you on now board now, we Cochran? are talking. You on board Something now? I can consume here. <laughs> I'm on board for that. That sounds awesome. Uh, yeah, I... <laughs> Except no imitations and don't listen to the Texans. The world's best barbecue is <laughs> found here in Kentucky. Uh, Owensboro. The city of Owensboro. Oh, Owensboro. Yeah, that's right near... Uh, yeah, that's northern Kentucky. I know that very well. Yeah? Yeah. All right. That's I was uh, east of Louisville. Go to the Heart of Bluegrass. That would be, I think, fun, too. Going to uh, hear some bluegrass music? Uh, I'm not really into bluegrass, but, you, you know. Then you haven't heard the right kind of bluegrass. Okay, yeah. They've said that. <laughs> They've said that. Get down at Romp Fest. <laughs> uh, is this the one where you fuck your sister? I mean, based off of the uh, the bass drum that looks very uh, likened to a Confederate flag, I would say probably. Oh, um. <clears throat> Again, Owensboro. Romp, I feel like this is just an ad for Owensboro. Welcome to point. Owensboro. Um, in parentheses, Kentucky. <laughs> Romp Fest. Uh, yep, country singers. Nope. Some country singers, new and old. Uh, head outdoors at Red River Gorge and Natural Bridge. That, that would be looks, pretty cool. That looks gorgeous. I'd so, be cool with that. Absolutely. But I got plantar fasciitis, Justin. I don't know how well I'd do. You know, that's going to prevent you from living life, Douglas. I know. It sucks right now. I'm not enjoying it. My feet hurt all the time. You know who else has plantar fasciitis? The president Athletes. of the United States of America. No, he's just got butt brain. <laughs> butt brain. <laughs> um, no, when we were in Canada, uh, we did a, a bunch of hiking, and I I have found a love love of hiking. Like I didn't. I we've done nature walks before and this and that, but no real hiking, mm-hmm. like hardcore hike. And this, like now, I see this, and I just I think I the think challenge you would, accepted. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I would love. To I do think that. you would enjoy it. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Time, yeah. yeah. I if it would actually help stretch your foot out. No, I don't think so. I mean, I stretch my foot every day, Justin, for at least an hour, right. hour to two hours every yeah, day. Yeah, but you live a very sedentary life. I'm wondering if you used it more, if it would start to... Justin, I walk every day to and from work. Okay. 
and around the office. Okay. Yeah, I'm not not buying that. You you lose that argument. Head out on the water, Kentucky style. That would be fucking Is this awesome. Just like tubing. I guess, but there's like a teeny little raft in this huge waterfall, and either they are all dead now because they just went over it, or they're going towards it and they're gonna die. Did you ever play the video game called Tubin? No. There was this video that game. Sounds awesome. It was an arcade game where you were in a tube and you basically like were traversing the uh, the, the 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 waters, the river waters. I like it. And you would pick up cans like yeah, they were non-distinct, but I'm pretty sure they were beer cans, and you would use them to throw at animals yeah. like to get to get <laughs> off of you. But you'd have a limited amount, so I'd use them sparingly or to get rid of, like, disasters in front of you. Like, beer can, beer yeah. can, those are your ammunition. And you'd have to, like, you know, tell yourself to, like, go a certain way so you paddle. But it was, like, kind of continuously flowing, so you had to constantly, like, adjust yeah. yourself to go down the river. It was a really interesting game. That's inter- I've, ne- I've yeah. never played that game before. Yeah. Is can- it kind of like Paperboy? To a certain extent, yeah. Like, where you're just, you've got to pick things up and move yeah. around obstacles. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, more or less. You can play with two players. I remember that. Would you ever go? Would you ever go tubing or whitewater rafting? Eh, I don't know. It's not a huge interest of mine. No. So maybe, maybe not. Is it? Is it out of out of fear or no, nervousness just or just lack of interest? Lack of interest. Yeah. Do you like water? Like yeah. Water sports? Or I, I'm not in so much a water. I mean, I, I like to scuba dive. Um, are you sure? I like to snorkel. Yeah. You are okay. Um, but I don't know. When it comes to like skiing, I don't really ski. Jet skiing. That's is on just, frozen water. Jet skiing is uh, really just like, hey, I've got a motorcycle on water. Hell yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. Um, Have you done it? Yeah. Oh. Um, I don't know. I'm just not not huge into the water sports. Just That's lack fair. of interest. See, the thing I like about this is that you just basically do succumb. nothing. You succumb. <laughs> you just float down the river. Yeah. Drink some beers. Get all sorts of bacteria up your butt. Yeah. Well, I mean, you probably shouldn't. Put water up your butt, but... It's naturally going to happen, Justin. Mm, pretty sure... You put your butt in that water, water's going to go up your butt. I Again, I would worry about how loose your asshole is if you are if you got water just flowing Just saying, flowing it's naturally going to happen, Justin. To a it. certain level, it's going to go up your butt. Maybe not two knuckles deep, but <laughs> it's going to go up there. <laughs> I feel like that might not be true, but... I was like, I'm should, gonna, should, we, should we call it on that I'm one? I'm going <laughs> to give you... Uh, I, I do want to see Mammoth Cave. That is something that's... Oh, that's cool. I actually had a friend at work that went down there. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I would... I would. Have you Have you ever been cave diving or spelunking? I or? went to some caves in Missouri once. I think it was the Mark Twain Caves near Hannibal. You know, in that book, uh, Mark Twain and the Funky Bunch, I think is what it's called. Yep. No, not Mark Twain. It's uh, Tom Sawyer and the Funky Bunch. Yeah, that's, that's right. the one. Yeah, yeah. Where they go to some some caves and like was Injun Joe, you know, yeah, real yeah. PC. Character. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Everything about them. Mark Twain's books was PC. Yeah. So I remember going in there. Yeah. But yeah, that's cool. I would definitely. I've never been. I've actually never been into a cave. I think uh, I've, in this, my in this friend from work said they went. It has to be this or something pretty similar to it. And they went into a cave, and it was like, "All right, guys, I'm turning off the flashlight." And it was literally pitch dark. Like you couldn't see your hand in couldn't front of your see face. Anything. Oh, oh that's dark. terrifying. She, said she got really freaked out. See, I would like to go um, underground lakes. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind going and scuba diving in underground lakes Ooh. and seeing like some of that because I know I've seen pictures and, and video of some. Talk of those. about some real bad bacteria down there. That's what I'm saying, butt. yeah. Oof. Just you can get butt prehistoric. Plugs. Just get a butt plug. Um, just get a butt plug. The Muhammad Ali. There's uh, Justin's. You just like scroll by Muhammad Ali Museum and birthplace of Abraham Lincoln and, and Kentucky Derby. Oh which, fuck the Kentucky. Which we drove. Kentucky Derby. Which we drove by and Churchill Downs is cool, but that just seems like such a touristy thing at this point in time. Yeah, I'm like no, I, thank you. I would rather watch it 
and vlog about it and drink at home. I almost shared that <laughs> vlog of you and Drew. Did you? Because that was, that's one of my favorite Is dr- it really? moments. Like that one and the one where he, he talks to you about football. Like those two were my favorites, <laughs> hands down. I forgot about that one. Because yeah. <laughs> that's the one I think where you flip the table over. We both, yeah. You're like, yeah! <laughs> that's how the episode ends. Yeah, and he's like, no, you got to do it this way. <laughs> he actually showed me how to flip his table. No, I loved it just because like you, you took an Andy's Mint and, and popped it in my drink. And put it in your drink. <laughs> she was just, his face was just, no. It's a mint julep. You're like, no. It's this not is, this is gross. at all a mint julep. Uh, everybody dies, but not everybody lives. It's a short It's a short movie. We're not going to watch it right now. No. So we're going to stop. <laughs> Next. Uh, great learning. What the fuck? Oh, there's a pop-up. What is this? Go away. <laughs> See, this is the this thing is like you a cl- contend with. an online class. Eight great learning vacations in California. Oh, my God. I don't think there could be a more boring <laughs> website than what well, we just Well, let's found. start with number one. <laughs> what do we got? I learning don't even vacations? Wanna, no. Blend your own wine. Okay, that's cool. Cook like a pro. Make your own mozzarella. That's cool. Oh, here's something <laughs> just, I want to ask just you about. Like, it's, okay, all right, all right. So we, Beth and I took... So this... Because this, this, <laughs> this is really what this is about. Sparking conversation. Yes. This, so Beth and I, uh, our building does cooking cooking demonstrations, right? Every month they have they have a cooking demo, and you can sign up for it, and you go and, and hang out and watch, and you get to eat the food that they make, and they talk to you about the process of cooking and this and that. Uh, one of the things that uh, we talked about, and the chef has a great personality, you know, he's funny and engaging, and he was making something, and I can't remember what it was, but it was something like of an Italian or a French name or something. And he said, that's one of my biggest pet peeves is he goes, the people who he goes, that's why I hate Giada. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, Because she's cooking and she's talking like this. And all of a sudden she's going to use mozzarella. And then she goes back into this and she's like, no, it's mozzarella Yeah, because you're not fucking Italian. (laughs) You you don't talk with an Italian accent. And all of a sudden you're cooking mozzarella or you're cooking pancetta. Or mortadella. I kind of agree to a certain extent, but it's like, you know, if you get to the word cafe, yeah. do you say cafe or do you say cafe? That's fair, but there is an accent over cafe. There is an accent over, over cafe. And, there's or not, like, and mozzarella know. is not, yeah. is not. there's no Agreed. accents or anything saying, yeah. pronounce it mozzarella. <laughs> yeah, or can I have some escart, escot go? Escargot. Yeah, escargot, <laughs> you know, or like any other... Uh, I kind of right, feel like, but at the same time, you're not. You can say escargot, but you don't. You're not saying escargot. Like you're not putting like a French escargot. You're not like turning it into a French yeah. accent. Like so, I, why? I, I totally agree. Like with mozzarella do, like, and mozzarella, stuff like that. Mozzarella, mozzarella, benchetta. Oh, like that's the kind of thing where I'm like, you know, I get um, what he's saying because I also got really annoyed by her. I also got really annoyed by her because you know this is going to sound kind of mean, but like her boobs were always on display. I- all the time. Really? Yeah. And it really, I feel like I've watched her before. She's always covered up. No. I just feel like there's just giant cleavage all the time. And really? And it really annoyed me because I was like, what am I watching? Am I watching you or am I watching the food? Like, I always just, it bothered me a Interesting. lot. Interesting. I was like, I don't like I'm that. A, I'm, you know what? For research purposes, I'm probably going to have to watch her show a little bit more. Yeah, I was just like, yeah. I feel like but her, the, but, her, her cleavage was always up on, on display. Fair enough. I, I've, I've heard, I mean, I've heard people... Remark yeah. on like you know it's and I'm not just saying y'all have to be pr- y'all I just we came from Kentucky <laughs> we stuff. came from Kentucky stuff what y'all got to be doing is I just, I was just like I'm like this doesn't seem like the appropriate venue to be right. you know you know sporting the cleavage but right. whatever I don't know what, what do I know like <laughs> hey, someone, maybe it makes her cook better you don't I know, don't know. I, but but I'm Same. with you there like when it comes to that sort of stuff yeah, does that you know? but does that bug you like when you hear oh, people yeah. when you hear because when you that hear sounds pretentious 
That's right. what that sounds like to me. Whereas, and I, I'm guilty of doing that too. Like yeah. I, I fully admit, like there are times when I'll come to a word and for whatever reason my brain just goes, Say it like this and I will. Well, it's like someone's name. Like I want to pronounce someone's name the way that it should be pronounced. Like, you know, it's not Lewis if it's a Hispanic name, it's Luis. Right. You know, so I want to make sure I I pronounce it that way so I'm not like screwing up someone's name. Right. Which was hilarious because here's a little sidebar. Uh, we had a hiring event for my company last uh, Tuesday. Okay. And uh, a friend of mine, work and I, we were. I said we were working the rope. We were the bouncers. We essentially were the greeters for people. We'd make sure that they were on the list and then sure, we'd send yeah. them up. Woof! There were some interesting names. And I think by the end of the night, I think I was uh, three for five or I was four for six, one of the two, for like getting it right. Okay. Because there was a couple of them I was like, oh, man, I'm going to butcher this name. I'm sorry up front. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh-oh, this is not going to go well at all. <laughs> and I'd say something. And it was the same thing when we had uh, Bring Your Kids to Work Day. Yeah. I was trying to, you know. Like all the, the kids' parents, names. And then I looked at the kids' names and I'm like, uh. Because I wanted to look at them and be like, hey, th- and welcome, Michelle. Thanks for being here. Yeah. And I'd be like. Well, glad you guys could both be here. Uh, th- hey, buddy, how's it going? Or I would just confirm the name. But yeah, yeah, I'd be like, so you got two kids with you today as opposed to, oh, you've got Aaron and Lucy here today. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, so you got two? So you got, so we'll mark you down for two. Yeah. yeah. Got okay, go right on in. Go right on in. Because yeah. I, I hate. Yeah, what's your name? I hate mispronouncing people's names. Do you really? It really, I feel like it's so disrespectful. Yeah. It's like sending an email to someone and like, you know, calling you Jason instead of Justin. I still to this day get that. And here's the thing that drives me up a goddamn wall. Is that I? There was one person recently I was emailing back and forth with, and I emailed, and we must have sent five communications back and forth. Yeah. And in that time, she had written my name, actually typed out Justin, right? And then we got a phone, got on a phone call, and she like three times on the call called me Jason. And I was like, "You have written my name in emails. Yeah. Why? Why? Why are you doing this to me? Stop. My name is Justin. Yeah. Yeah." I, I just feel like it's something that – I'm probably putting too much emphasis on it, but I hate mispronouncing people's names because yeah. that's their identity, and I don't yeah. want to be like – you know, I try to be respectful of it, and I know not everyone's going to have like a simple John or Lisa. Right. Uh, but there's this times where I'm like, I don't know the proper pronunciation of this, and I'm going to butcher it. Right. I think if you're honest, though, with that, yeah. I think I think people will respond to it, though. I, yeah. I, I think it's okay if yeah. you tell them up front – Look, I'm going to butcher this. Oh, I, I, and you try to say it, or do you just go, "Hey, I'm sorry. How do you pronounce your name?" Yeah, I don't want to get it wrong. Yeah, I think people are very receptive. I, to I'm, that. I usually try to make it funny. I go, yeah. "All right, here we go. This is my first attempt. Let's see <laughs> if I can get it. Here we go. And if I get it, I'm like, first try, nailed it. Buzzing. Yeah. Or if I got it wrong, I'm like, crap. I'm two for three. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Keep mental tallies it's in like, your head. Shoot. I was just calling them out as I got them wrong. I'm yeah. Like, Dang it. I was doing so well. Yeah. So yeah, but I hate mispronouncing people's names. Yeah. So yeah. Shall we? Uh, shall we move on here? So, using accents to to or, or changing how you pronounce words and mispronouncing people's names to pet peeves. Yes, that's indeed. what we're that's what we're gleaning from that. Exactly. Awesome. How about the penny hoarder? A unique way to make money on Amazon. How I earn fifteen hundred dollars a month. This sounds like clickbait. I feel like it is, but we're already on the page, so so they've already got that click. So they've already got this. Now watch, we're going to get a pop up as we scroll. Down. That it's going to be like. Uh, click onto one of fifteen pages. Over the past eleven months, I've created a business selling private label products on Amazon by buying generic product, then selling it under my own brand. 
I feel like that's illegal. This sounds like hip-hop right here, how hip-hop was born. The result, you know? a steady, mostly passive income of between $1,000 and $2,000 every month. Essentially, the business involves finding generic products that are already selling well on Amazon, creating your own packaging and logo, marketing them better than your competition. This sounds like theft. How? how you're, it's resale. Yeah. I don't understand at all how you can do that. Research and select a product. This, wow. Yeah. I don't. I mean, without going through this giant. Find and contact a supplier. Once you know you have found a good product, it's time to find a supplier. Find a supplier. So I guess researching products that you like, then finding a wholesaler that will sell it to you for resale purposes? Yeah. I guess. Man, I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. The initial thing is like finding generic stuff and then just repackaging it as your own. So essentially what she's talking about is... She's rebranding it is what she's doing. Well, because get your own logo design and packaging is... I found suppliers who are willing to negotiate even on your first order. While they may claim their MOQ is five hundred, their what is that like like their minimum order mm-hmm. is five hundred to a thousand units. Entirely possible to talk them down to two fifty or three hundred units. So, uh, oh, minimum order quantity. So, it does sound like uh, essentially she's contacting generic wholesalers of mm-hmm. something who sell their water bottles to yeah. this company and this company okay. and this company who all slap their own labels on gotcha. it and sell it for okay. a markup. All right. But at the same time, essentially, you're just creating a store at that point. Yeah. It's not like a small – it's not like a, oh, do this part-time at your business. You're you're just a retailer at that point. A passive point. 1500 to $2,000 a month. Jesus Christ. All right. Stupid. Well, I mean, I would, would you? Okay, go ahead. Go I ahead. would say that if all you're doing is just buying these generic bottles, and then maybe on the weekends you're just plastering, you know, your stuff on it, or at night or whatever you're doing, like fifty right. to hundred bottles a night. But why would you? I guess why? Like, why would you buy something? How do you like? I don't know. There's so you know many what this is right here, questions. Justin. This is Eve economics. Is what this is. <laughs> Explain it to me. So you're getting someone who's who's built something at the base level, like the the raw the raw materials. They've made a product. Okay. And it's like I could probably do that if I wanted to, but that's a lot of work. So I'll just buy this wholesale, and then I will add my component to it, and I will sell it for a higher price. I did that all the time in Eve when it came to components. I would usually try to bake. I was big into. How do I create everything from scratch? Because then I own the whole cost structure. Sure, yeah. I don't have to buy anything else. There's no markup involved. But that's also very intensive when it comes to like creating the materials I and things like that. I guess that's true, So yeah. you think, are you saving time or are you saving money? I just feel like, why am I going to buy it from you over like, how do you position? It's the same product as I'm buying elsewhere. Like, how are, how are, you, how are you honestly positioning yourself? Because you could say it's you know, better than this other brand, but it's not. You're getting literally the same product from the same wholesaler. I mean, I guess it just depends on what you're, who you're marketing to and who you're selling to. And I guess what the product is maybe? I don't I know. I mean, if you're doing it on a local sort of thing as well, you know, if you're like, hey, I'm yeah. going to buy from this wholesaler and I'm going to provide there's you know where I live in my town there's really not much for bottled water other than this high level expensive stuff maybe I can undercut it make it a local yeah. I'll just fill it up with tap water and <laughs> it's <laughs> slap my label on it right and, you exactly know, make sure that they're cold or whatever you know what I mean like it's one of those things where it's that's not that big of a deal if you're buying from a wholesaler yeah. I thought it seemed like she was buying yeah. something that was already branded. That's and then, what like, I thought. Ripping the label off. Up and putting your own brand <laughs> on it. But it seems it. like she's just buying the generic stuff. Yeah. It just seems like a lot of work. I, I don't know. To me, that's a lot. That's not, that if doesn't seem like a process, passive. If you get your process down, that seems like it could be really easy. 
Again, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what she's talking about. So I don't know what stuff she's used in the past. Yeah. But if you found something that was really pretty easy, like I said, maybe you just have a bunch of labels you print out. Yeah. It's as simple as you just like slapping them on there and then s- supplying them somewhere. I don't know the whole chain that she goes through with this. Because she's also selling it on Amazon, too. So she doesn't right. have to store it anywhere. Like, she's not like going to a store and like, hey, can you buy this? Like, she's literally just putting it on Amazon. It's like, do you want this? Yeah. People order it and then she sends it out. So she gets something in, she slaps her label yeah. on it. She just either keeps it in the same package or repackages it and just waits for someone to order it and then sends it out. That seems pretty passive to me. I get, yeah, I guess. It just I mean, seems like a lot of, that, it just seems like a lot of research to find a product that you want to work with to to because again how are they going to find your product you've got to you've got to market yourself somehow mm-hmm. so to market it i mean that's la- marketing yourself is a big deal like it's but on a, it's amazon you got to think like you gotta, i never shop on amazon so i, I guess Jill i don't know and I how shop to, on amazon all the time yeah all the time so I you, I don't you, know you find something works. you find something that sells well like she says and then you just basically find your own little small competitive advantage with it whether it be cost or whatever and then you just add yourself to the list of people that provide that uh, uh, Oh, product. so you can just... Oh, it's that simple. Man. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's like almost the eBay structure of like, oh, who do I want to you know get this from? And then you have rating systems like as well. So if you're a high-rated person um, you know, huh. and whatnot, it's just as simple as like, oop, you got an order, you send it out, done. So... Okay. Well, you'd have to. I may have, have changed to get, my mind. You'd on have this. to get your system down. Like right. you have to know exactly how you want to do it. You have to iron it out so it's it's as little time as a little effort as possible. Yeah. And maybe you spend five hours. So, a, yeah. You know, or maybe like an hour a night just checking your stuff and making sure stuff gets sent out and things like that. Yeah. And if that's the case, you can possibly get fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars a month. That ain't bad. That's not bad. I'll, but you have I, to I be interested enough. Because right now, yeah. you and I are both like, I don't want to fucking do that. Right, I don't have time to do this shit. But <laughs> to, your, to your point, the any endeavor you start in, the initial phase is always the hardest. Because yeah. you're you're getting your artwork together. You're getting mm-hmm. your process together. You're finding your supplier. You're fi- like all, all of that stuff, once you have it in place... The the man the, like you can just keep churning it out real yeah. quick, real fast, real easy. Exactly. But the initial that startup is always the it's hardest. Getting the part. system so, in place is a challenge. I guess. All right. I will. I've been flipped on this one. I will concede it. Yay! There it is. <laughs> Sorry. Um, that looks like the Hindenburg going this down. Is, What's this? I don't know. This is just pictures. Pictures. That are flipping. Yeah. Here's digital collage art. What no. do you think of digital collage art? There's a there's a topic. I've is, seen this come up a lot. What's so, digital collage? So they don't they haven't taken the photos and they haven't drawn it. They're taking elements and they're uh-huh. putting a collage together digitally. Like it's not even cutting out things. Like they're digitally putting this together. So this is basically like the uh, hip hop equivalent of of the photography world. Doug has been watching a lot of the Get Down. I watched the Get Down a lot. <laughs> Well, they basically just take other art and smash it together. I mean, is this because I mean, there's what was that we talked about appropriation? Mm-hmm. Uh, at what point uh, does it become? At what point is it just stealing? And at what point is it, uh, you know, like in, in, inspiring? I'm using this idea to inspire my own idea. So with something like this, like, do you consider do you consider this art? If you looked at this and go, yeah, someone someone took the time to piece this together in a very specific way, yeah. thus making it art? Or would you look at it and say, eh. By the way, if anyone hears a weird noise, it's just Abby going to town on her bone. She is 
housing that rawhide bone. She's like, get the fuck out of here, she's, bone. She's made it to the other end where the, the <laughs> knot is, and that's why, yeah. She's like, nom, nom, nom. The knots are really, right? Yeah, yeah, you get that. Yeah. Um, no, I find it interesting in a sense of, I don't know, that's a good question. Um, I like it in a sense of, I think it's cool to sometimes take something that is older and putting it in a more contemporary context. Yeah. Um, and just trying maybe meshing old with new just to see like what makes sense. Like taking, what is it called? Like the screamer or something like that. Like the person that has their hand on their face and mm-hmm. they're like, ah, oh, or whatever it's called. Yeah. And meshing that with, I don't know, Vietnam photo- photography <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, that's no, the I first thing you. that came to my you. head. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Um, you know, just to, to taking those ideas of what was, how, how the, what was behind that picture then versus now, like, I, I like the idea of bring of meshing that stuff together. Okay, of taking something now it can definitely alter the meaning, which may piss off the artist, the original. original yeah. But I'm curious about that. I think it's kind of neat to see people try to mesh that stuff together. Yeah, I would say yeah. I mean, there's I'm I'm of two minds on it, uh, but I I would tend to lean towards because it's always very abstract as we're yes. seeing here. It's very it almost seems like the opening to Monty Python. Yeah, like when they do those like, <laughs> very little much cutaways. Like that. But um, I. Uh, I think depending on if, if, if the artist can put a different meaning behind it, behind what they are collaging together, then yeah. I would say I would I would argue that yes, they have made kind of their own their own art. Because I think art to me, art is is meaning. Sure. Like when you're when you're making art, you're making something that means something to you. So if you're making something that has the exact same purpose or meaning as the initial thing, then all you're doing is copying that thing. But yeah. if you've made it with your own intent behind it and it means something different then you're you are i guess you know turning it to your own uh you're 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 making it in your own image if you will now if you were to take this art and slap your own label on it and then just be like ta-da now get a passive 1500 to two thousand dollars a month on it i'd probably have a problem with it <laughs> exactly yeah yeah but i know I, I like I'm the just idea gonna turn all these pictures black and white yeah is that my art ta-da would that be art or would just, you say that's just straight up? I would like say like if I take this this image that we're looking at right now and I just turn it black and white. I would say that's in the court of law. I would say you probably wouldn't have much to stand on. No, you could try to make that argument, but like all you did was literally just change the coloring of it. Right, but the meaning behind it is you could that- argue it, but I don't think you'd win. <laughs> you could absolutely create an argument for that, but I'd be like, no, unless you take something and make it like that much different to make it your own. Yeah. Then that's when I'm like, mm. but even yeah. then, the original image too is still in there. So let me ask you this too, because and I, I wanted to have him on. I don't know if we're going to be able to get him on, but if we if we do, we can revisit this topic. But in case we don't, I feel like this leads into that really well. Okay. Um, and I cannot watch this flashing. Thank you. Anymore. I was going to say the same thing. Like this that's is very really, distracting yeah. to me. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the 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 pictures were were cycling through, and it was just. Yeah, the carousel of images was too much for us to, yeah, to look I at agree. because I was we like, both kept have ADD. At it like, yeah. ah. <laughs> um, so again, this this uh, the chef that we mm-hmm. went to this cooking demo for, um, he had an interesting thought. Yes, and I wanted to, to run this by you. And again, if we have if we do get to to have Chef Austin on, then I I want to revisit this with him. But in case we don't, um, he he always has an argument with his mother in law. He says. Uh, because she is uh, very into art, and I can't remember what exactly she does, but she argues that cooking is art. Mm-hmm. He argues that it's not. Yeah. He is a chef, argues it is not art, which I found interesting. 
and his his rationale. And he goes, look, he goes, I don't have. It's it's very similar to your sports debate because <laughs> yeah. we actually kind of had a semi debate in the cooking demo, yeah. which was it was all in good fun. But I was like, oh, this is just like Doug's and I sports debate because he was like, look. I don't have a good answer for any of this, and <laughs> there's no logic behind it. This is just kind of what I and how he feels. Yeah, he's like, and I haven't, I haven't come up with good responses. To, you'll, you'll say something to me, and I, I don't have a good retort for everything. Yeah. So, I don't know. This is just what I think. Yeah. But he says that it's not art because there's nothing. He's like, in the history of time, up to this point, cooking wise, there's nothing that I can put in that pan that is unique. Mm-hmm. There is nothing I can put in there that has not been made already. And he goes, I am taking he goes, I didn't I didn't make this, you know, this uh green bean. I didn't make this honey. I didn't make any of this. He goes, These are all things that are already existing and the combinations that I'm using, at some point in time someone else has done this. So mm-hmm. I'm not making anything new. I'm not making art. What I'm doing is science. Mm-hmm. He goes, It's because I know that if I put a fat and a sugar together, this is the result I'm gonna get because of that, and I know it's gonna taste good. Because who doesn't like fat and who doesn't like sugar? Mm-hmm. And so I know he goes based off science. I know that this to be true. And the mother is saying, "Well, you know, the the he goes. This is the uh, the one argument that I can't argue against. Is she goes an artist will look at a uh, will look at paints lined up, and they will look at a white canvas, and they can see the final image before they start. Mm-hmm. You look at all these ingredients lined up, and you look at the pan, mm-hmm. and or look at the plate, and you can see the meal." When it's done, what it's going to look like, and she goes that 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 is art. You are seeing the product that you are going to make, and so he's like, "I goes I can't argue against that yet." He goes, "I'm still working on it," but so he doesn't think that cooking is art. I would constant. I would say my thoughts on this before we get into your thoughts. It is art because because he said you know cooking is. Uh, he goes, "I learned how to do this. Anyone can learn how to do this." And I said, "Well, to that end, there's art school." Mm-hmm. People go to learn about the proper, like the different brush strokes and the different, you know, how to combine colors. And people come out of art school and go on to make paintings and become artists. So people can learn how to draw. Does that make them not artists? So in that sense, literally, there is no art in the world. Then, if like by your definition, there there is art's not even a thing. So what do you think? Well, I would say uh, this is a very simple answer. Oh, here we go. Tell Chef Austin he can use this against his mother-in-law. Here we um, go. I feel like you're on Chef Austin's side at this point. Uh, it's not art if you can eat it. The end. <laughs> so it's not. Art I'm if glad. You can eat it. I'm glad we were able to figure that out. I disagree I'm with you we were, wholeheartedly. We were able name another piece of art that you can eat. Well, why does? <laughs> no, let me ask you this: Why does being able to eat it make it not art? Because every other piece of art in the world you can't eat. That's logic right there. That's not logic. That is that total is logic. Flawed logic. No, it's totally logic. What other art can you eat? Can you eat a sculpture? Can you eat a painting? Not all art. Can you eat a video game? Yes, video games are art. Can you eat a movie? No. Can you eat a song? No. Right, but can you see a song? No. Right, you can see a painting. So if you can't see something, does that make it not art? No. See, that's not the same thing. It's the exact same thing. No, because there's no. Other you're using you're using <laughs> one sense. Against another sense, right? <laughs> you're essentially using taste first sight. What I'm saying is... Um, you're using taste first sight. So you can make the same argument for sound versus sight. You're using one sense against another sense, and that is your defined, your definition of what art is. That's flawed logic. <laughs> what I was going to say is... I was also going to use a, a, a word that was also going to paint me in a corner. I was like, 
because you're consuming this, but you could also argue you're consuming song. Exactly. You're consuming right. painting. You're right. consuming it in some way, shape, or form. Um, I'm, I not, say I'm not necessarily saying taste. I'm saying eating. You're eating it and you're pooping it out. Therefore, it's not art. That No, again, that's flawed <laughs> logic. That makes no sense. That's science, Justin. That's your science. That's biology. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Your biology. Thank you. Technically, I am. No one has ever said that to me. Yeah. Thank you. No, but that's completely flawed logic. <laughs> I would say art I feel art, like art is the creation of something. Art is the creation of something that is uh enjoyable, mm-hmm. it's entertaining, it's beautiful, and food can be that. I think we should put that on a on a t shirt. It's not art if you can eat it and poop it out. <laughs> Doug's quotes. Quotes out of context. <laughs> um no, I guess I've always struggled with it. We talked about this in an earlier a way earlier episode where we were talking about the, the fancy restaurant that does like the yeah. The whole f- the, the dessert right. that's like five minutes. Where basically they drizzle chocolate on the tablecloth, yeah. yeah, and stuff like that. I guess to me, and we may want to say we may want to yeah. dive into this topic, like sure, because we, we could we could actually blow this topic out into yeah. its own giant thing. Of course, yeah. And I would love to, if we get a chance to talk to Chef Austin. I would yeah. love to know more about this. I just I don't know. I, I've always struggled with looking at food as art. Okay. Um, I, I, a lot of it, and it's and again, it's flawed. Just like my sports thing. Go ahead. But let me ask you this: yeah. food. Aside mm-hmm. is cooking an art form. See, that's that's I think we're another I su- crux of the conversation. I suppose you can make that argument because I mean, pretty much you could look at someone like Peyton Manning being a quarterback. That's an art form. What he does, sure, for a living, sure, you know? sure. Um, you can make sort of you know people who are really good at like drilling and using you know uh, equipment. Like, there's a guy that owns this cro- this crane over by my building. I mean, what he does is an art form to some degree. Like, that's usually a, a common... Can you imagine him using that as like a ribbon dancer? It's just... Like, the thing is... The wrecking ball just like swinging around it. Yeah. Like, I think that's usually the highest praise you can give someone where they're like, dude, they're an artist. Right. Like, when they refer to what it is that they do. Yeah. I'm sure there's an art to... there's Being a salesperson's an art form. You know, being able to communicate. Because they, oh, they talk about the art of sale. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The art of the deal. Yeah, right. Hey! hey! You know, the uh, you know the, anything you can say, that, if you say someone's an artist right. with that, that's kind of like the, the frame for it. So, yeah, I could say that there's an art to cooking mm-hmm. because, um, you know, but I'm, I'm more on Chef Austin's side where I feel like it's more of the science of cooking. That's where I kind of relate. Now, can can food look beautiful? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Instagram has let us know that for years now, that food... <laughs> People take pictures of food. It looks good. It looks very. It looks awesome. It looks presentable. Right. Absolutely. And that's something that I feel like has changed in the last like fifty or sixty years because food before was just kind of like on your plate. Right. And it's like here you go. And you just eat it, and it was no. There's and no now, glitz, no glam about it. There's yeah. like the, it's like there's got they have certain vegetables and things in there to make it pop to have the colors and things like that. Um, and so yeah, there to a certain extent there is an art of presentation, but I don't. This is the sports thing again. I don't keep that in the same category as a painting, or as a song, okay, or as a sculpture or something like that. Like, is it impressive? Absolutely, but I'm also a picky eater, so I can't appreciate most of the really good stuff. <laughs> I watch that stuff all the time. I'm like, nope, nope, wouldn't eat it. Nope, See, wouldn't you, eat it. I understand you wouldn't eat it, but yeah. is that is that saying that? But you, so you can't appreciate it even? I mean, I appreciate it. I was watching something. It was that, again, like Parts Unknown on Anthony Bourdain. He went to Copenhagen. This guy was like playing the character Andre from The League, and he would literally yeah. go out and forage that day and find stuff. 
Okay. To use this restaurant, he won these like exceptional awards for like three years in a row. Where like he was, he was his his restaurant was voted best restaurant in the world, like three years in a row. And he would have like flowers and stuff that he would pick that would actually enhance like this. But I look at that stuff, I'm like, that's cool. But again, to me, that's more science than right. art. Now, does it look amazing? One hundred percent. I'm like, wow, that just looks cool. But I'm kind of in Chef Austin's uh, you know camp where I'm like. If you understand what this is, how it smells, its fragrance, and you pair it with something else, you know that it's going to be a good pairing. Yeah. Versus if you put peanut butter on second-day-old pizza, you know, I mean, there's no proof that that's good. I guarantee you it is. (laughs) (laughs) You're wrong, Cocker. Someone someone found out that peanut butter and jelly make a good combo. Right. Well, because you've got a fat and and a sweet. Exactly. So... And but I do to a certain extent also agree with his mom, where it's like, you you hand me a bunch of ingredients, I'm just probably gonna be like, my first thing is be like, no 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 yes no. no. <laughs> I'm gonna just but eliminate the ones I don't. How want. many vegetables we got here? <laughs> Unless they're broccoli, cauliflower, potatoes, get right. them the fuck out. Um, but they can look at that stuff, and that's I hate the show Chopped. But what I do like about that is when people are presented with these weird-ass ingredients, they immediately go, cool, I know what I'm going to do. Right, yeah, yeah. And they can take that, and they can put that together, and they create this thing. So, so yeah, basically what I'm saying is, yes, they're both. <laughs> <laughs> is that we have not determined anything. Fantastic. Exactly. I do want to revisit this uh, at a yes. later episode, either with Chef Austin or with a guest, when we can mm-hmm. actually kind of break out maybe even the topic of what is art and, yeah. like, is, you know, what – what does it mean? We're going to start the new annual debate of what is uh, what is art, which what? will pair nice with what is a sport. Exactly, yeah. Just We'll call it our what is episode. Yes, there yeah. we go. Is, is this something? Oh, the other thing that I thought was interesting, and again, if he's on, he can talk to this, but um, he said it's not, it's, it's um, and I can't remember how he phrased it, but basically he's like, another reason that he says it's not art is because he's like, I know that if I put these together, I know it's going to taste good and I know you're going to buy it. He's basically like, I know how to make you lose money. I know how I'm going to end up with your money at the end of the night because you will come back for this. That's what reality TV show guys are like. We know what you're going to watch. Exactly. Yeah. We know, I know exactly what flavors that you're going to, that are going to get you. Yeah. So it's more, he was saying science, business, uh, chemistry, like all that kind of, yeah. Yeah, often. Anyway, but, I mean, Maury's been doing that for years, so, you know. You know what else Maury's been doing? A throwdown! Technically, he has been doing throwdowns. Technically, yes. Oh, he, Springer really does the throwdowns. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, Maury's done them too. Yeah. You know? More like paternity test throwdowns. What? Oh! Flashbacks. Oh. Flashbacks when we had to do that. We used to staff the video crews for Maury's... For the for the paternity who's test. who's my daddy paternity test things. Yeah. That's not even a joke. We used to work in yep. a company that did that. Yep. Um it was the weirdest it was the weirdest jobs to to Made staff. decent money on it. I mean God Yeah, but it was just still just the it weirdest sucked. jobs. Man. It's like one of those things where if you own the business, it's like this is a great business decision, but if you're in the operational part, you're like, Fuck this. <laughs> I don't want to do this. <laughs> so today's throwdown. Yes. Um I know you haven't seen the movie yet, mm-hmm. but there's a specific scene in Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. two that sparked this for me. Okay. And when you see it, you'll understand it. Uh, so have an open mind when I put these these two people out there. Thank you Today for we're, asking me to do that absolutely. first so I can get myself in that right state of mind. Because initially I could hear you go, nope, this person's <laughs> done, we're moving on. Okay. Thanks for listening, goodbye. Cool. Um, we're going to put Rocket Raccoon mm-hmm. uh, up against Punisher. Uh, interesting. Because, now here's my rationale. They're both tactical. Mm-hmm. They both uh, know how to use weapons mm-hmm. and, and they both can set up 
traps, like booby traps. Mm-hmm. Rocket is, is an engineering genius, mm-hmm. right? And he knows how to use guns and other weapons. And Punisher is... Also known for forging in garbage really well, too. He's not a raccoon. <laughs> it's a running gag. You'll get it. Yeah. Um, and then Punisher, obviously a brilliant tactician and very skilled in many super weapons. Super murderer. Super murderer, yes. Yeah. He's a super murderer. Super murderer. Right. Um, where are they fighting? So I think... And again, I can't get my head out of this scene, so I'm like, oh, they're in this place that was in the movie. But I don't want to put them back there, because I know how that ends. Um, I would say they are fighting. Okay, so, well, no, that gives Rock an unfair advantage. Man, I don't know. That's a good question, Doug. Where would you have them fight? They're going to fight in the streets of New York. In the streets of New York? Yeah. In an alley? In an alley. Or on a rooftop? Alley. All right, so they're in an alley in the streets of New York, mm-hmm. in Uptown, in Uptown, in Hell's Kitchen, in Hell's Kitchen. Down, so that's all right. That's more southwest, but yes. So they're in Hell's Kitchen. I just because, got done watching season two of Daredevil. Right, so. exactly. Because that, that's where the Punisher hangs out. Let's not lie. That's why he's there. Right, and he wouldn't be in space. No, so, he wouldn't you know. be in space. Actually, let's say they're right on. Is that the Hudson River that goes right there? Sure. All right, whatever river goes by Hell's Kitchen, that's where they're on. They're on like the the shoreline. Yeah. Okay, that's where they're at. Okay. Um, what kind of weapons does Rocket Raccoon have? That's the thing, because he can really make a th- anything out of anything. Yeah, like he's we've seen him like put together a bomb. He's you know he he puts together things real quick. He's a he's a really good engineer. Or, or what's he gonna find on the shores of the Hudson that's gonna help him out there? Well, I mean, really anything. There's a ton Rocks, of shit. <laughs> there's a bunch of bodies. I'm not there's... saying they're on like the beach. I'm saying like they're they're on like the um, oh what's it called? It's the it's not the north. There's um. Manhattan Highway? I know, there's 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 something that runs along mm-hmm. like right right along what whatever that body water is the river that runs up it. So okay. they're they're still I mean they're he's in an gonna, alleyway near there so he's got everything in an alley. He's got all the garbage. He's got a banana he peel. He's got everything he needs. He can make a battery out of. So he doesn't have any weapons with him whatsoever. He has. We'll say he has some sort of whatever that like extendy gun thing that he kept pulling out in one was. Okay. Right. He's and got then, he's got that on him and then he's got anything else that he can find lying around that he can put together. Okay. So we'll say that the Punisher has a medium to long range uh, sort of assault rifle as well as a uh, pistol. Okay. As well. All right. And the Punisher wins. Good job. God damn it, Doug. You make these not fun anymore. No. These started out fun, and now you're making them not fun. <laughs> well, here's, here's, here's my logic. So, um, so you're while, saying he sees him coming from a mile away and no, no, pops no, no, him. No, 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 no. No, I just I, – I feel like while – I feel like the guns are going to be equal. Okay. Although Rockets is futuristic, I feel like it's going to do the same amount of damage. Sure, I would. It's got the same range and stuff like that. So a bullet versus a a plasma blast blast or whatever, it's going to do the same thing. I feel like uh, based on the Punisher's um, uh, military background, not only is he going to be A, more accurate of a shot... uh, That's fair. I'll give you that. um, I feel like he's going to be more prepared and quick on the draw. So even if this was a straight up sort of thing, I mean, again, based on what I've seen in the most recent uh, rewatching of Daredevil season two, when those two guys come into the diner and he yeah. just like blasts them to hell, or his hand to hand combat, which he did in the prison, you know, like things like that. Like I just feel like he's going to be quick. He's definitely going to be more murderous. Rocket Raccoon doesn't seem like a murdering sort of guy. I mean, he's mischievous. But he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that's going to be as like you know I hate the world I'm going to watch it burn sort of sort of character. I would agree with that statement, but I will disagree with the murderous streak. He definitely has an angry side to him. He, yes, 
Um, and we've there's a few lines on the new one too that I was just like, mm-hmm. well, even in the first one, he was willing to like nuke that. Uh, yeah, he's that just whole like, thing. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to count to five, <laughs> and we're going to blow this thing to hell. <laughs> like he definitely has. But that's more of a ha ha. Whereas the Punisher wouldn't even count to five. Right. The Punisher would have been like by five. The, he'd be like he just presses a button and it explodes. Right. Right. And he's like I got to do what I got to do. So I would say this: if if they if they, if they if they happened to cross each other at the same time, I would give it to mm-hmm. Punisher. I would say the Punisher probably has more of a. But if if there was lead time into it mm-hmm. like if rocket if rocket knew that something was coming up or he was like i have to fortify this area yeah i would say that i would give it to rocket based off of the fact that he like based off of his engineering capabilities i would say he'd be better at prepping a space yeah to to fuck up the punisher than the punisher would be i agree to fuck up rocket i 100 percent so punisher's more of an attack guy right less of a defensive minded sort of person exactly he's definitely yeah. the even though he's he's Aggressor. got tactical skills, he does, and he could, you know, he he can say, he can. I'd also I I give uh, Rocket the uh, you know, obviously based on his name, he's more of an explosives type guy. So <laughs> that's uh, fair to say, yeah. Um, he definitely has some advantage with explosions, <laughs> right? Exactly, things like yeah. that, explosives. So, um, yeah. So I would say it all. I would. I guess it would really be dependent on. For yeah. me, it would be dependent on: is it face to face? Like, did they just turn a corner? And they both happened on each other. Or did did they each have a chance? That's what these to usually boil down up. to. Yeah. Are we in an arena situation? Right. Where they're in arena, it's right. like three, two, one, fight. Fight. <laughs> you know, <laughs> is that like a video or, game. Yeah. yeah. Or is it like you have an hour to prep? Right. And this is where the battlegrounds are going to be. Okay, go. Exactly. Yeah. You know that sort of stuff. It usually does boil down to that. Yeah. yeah. I would say yeah, face to face. I would guess I would have to give it to the Punisher. Although I think the Punisher would walk away. Uh, it Probably sands a limb or two. It wouldn't be a flawless victory. No, that's yeah. for sure. He's definitely getting scratched. And well, probably yeah. he's going to have rabies by the end of it. Probably, yeah. No, I definitely I, I see him as just being the more ruthless sort yeah. of like he's not going to you know play by any rules. Right. And while Rocket is definitely a mischievous sort of guy, he's not on the same level as a Punisher and sort of that state of mind just where he's cold blooded, like just straight up murder. Yeah. Threat. Yeah. Eliminate threat. Move on. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, in, the, in, the, in the they both have anger issues too, but you know. Yeah. I think I'm just going to give the edge to the Punisher in that sort of regard. That's true, and I feel like yeah, Rocket's got a little bit more empathy than what yeah. the Punisher has, even yeah. though not much, but a little. Yes. A little is that a thread more empathy? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, cool. Yeah. Well, there you go. So let us know in the comments mm-hmm. what you think. Do you uh, you know given the uh, given the two scenarios we've set up, would you agree with that? Uh, or is there another scenario that you would like to see the two of them? Maybe they're both on Dancing with the Stars. Who wins? Yeah, right. You know, I don't know. I would probably give that one to Rocket. He seems a little more nimble. I was just going to say the same thing. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like Punisher would stand in the corner and just brood. Yeah, he'd be like, I'm, not. He'd be like I'm not fucking doing this. Or he kills the judges and then yeah. walks out. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Right, exactly. Cool. Well, guys, go. thanks for listening. Uh, definitely, like Justin said, reach out to us. Let us know what you think about the threat on or anything else we talked about today. You know, is Kentucky worth going to? I don't know. Let us know. Our quote's stupid. I kind of think so, but whatever. What do you think? Uh, look us, look out for us on Facebook. You know what uh, quote's not stupid though? What's that? It's not art if you can eat it and poop it out. That's right. That's not. That's official. <laughs> you know what? Let's make a meme out of that. We're gonna make that one, and let's post that. We're gonna make like really swirly. Uh, yes. Like it's in like sands. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. We need to do that. And we're gonna post that. That's gonna be one of our things we're gonna post for the day. <laughs> we should do that moving forward. Just start yeah. posting Doug quotes. I like or it. any quotes from this, no less. But. I I'm bored with doing Doug quotes because yes. I feel like you have. Uh, I have a couple. We had that first really one ones. we did where it's like, "How hard is it to find a dick on a dog?" Which is Still also my very, favorite one. I, I love the picture you chose. I for want that, that too. on a mug. Yeah. How hard is it to find a dick on a dog? Yeah. Meh. Yeah. See now, if I saw that on my on my Facebook feed, I'd be like, "Ha! 
That, true. That's fact. I'm following this person. This guy gets it. <laughs> you guys can find us on Facebook. We have our page there. We're also on Twitter at MindGapPodcast. Justin has a website. You can find me online at JustinStranlin.com, on Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. Uh, check us out on 2East8th.com. You can find Mind Gap as well as the other one I do every Monday with Milo Stevanovich called The Best Bar Podcast Ever. Again, that's on 2East8th.com uh, slash Mind Gap or slash Best Bar Podcast Ever. Yeah. Um, and while you're in the online realm, uh, check us out on iTunes, on Stitcher. We did just get our Stitcher uh, updated. It wasn't. It hadn't been updating. The wrong RSS feed was on there. So we updated everything. That has the newest episodes on it now. So we, we apo- fought the internet demons and we won. And we won this time around. Uh, so we apologize for any interruption there for our non-Apple listeners. Uh, but iTunes, Stitcher, review us, rate us, uh, let us know. If you do like us, just take a quick minute and just say, hey, love the podcast, guys. Thanks. And that means a lot to us and it helps us uh, helps us also move up the ranks so we can uh, we can get a little bit more exposure and do some cooler stuff. So And thanks to the people that have been sending us like their feedback yeah. on different stuff like uh, I know Wayne gave us a nice uh, when we were talking about things we stupid shit we did when we were kids. He emailed us, yeah. He gave us a nice sort of like rundown of some of the stuff he did and uh, Sam Cook also does a really good job of giving us feedback and uh, my buddy Eric out in New York is yep. also he goes I don't believe that he didn't believe the throwdown between uh, uh, Xavier and David from Legion was accurate. Based you know, he didn't thoughts. like that. No, he, th- he thinks David would have won. Oh, so we, we have ha- Eric on, so we can have yeah. him. I want to revisit that. I want right? to hear his thoughts. He on was that. like, "No, I go. Hey, we have to base it on what we've seen in the TV show, <laughs> not in the assume. total lore." Can't I was assume. like, "We do the total lore, we can probably have an argument." About yeah, that. but so yes, we definitely appreciate the feedback. It's good to hear from you guys. Uh, but keep, definitely keep that coming. Yeah. So very cool. Uh, until next week, oh, wait, everybody. Uh, recommendations. Oh yes, recommendations. Um, I would recommend you guys check out the Get Down if you like hip hop. You like that one? I like it a lot. Uh, it's on Netflix. The first episode's really weird because it was directed by Boz Lerman. So, Naturally. Uh, hold on to your butts for that one. But definitely check it out. I think it's fun. It's only like a total of eleven episodes. Cool. So worth checking out. How and about I, you? I would check out the uh, the Handmaid's Tale on Hulu. Mm. Uh, it's very intense. Uh, it's not just a light watch, so you know it's it definitely deals with some really. I mean, women's rights have been stripped away. Uh, certain women are used for just breeding purposes, and it's very. It's kind of like this weird dystopian, but not not dystopian future. And it it Elizabeth Moss is. I mean, she kills it uh, acting, and it's fantastic. Uh, I think it's an interesting storyline. Women. Um, Losing the ability to reproduce uh, has been done before in movies, the Children of Men, and yes. you know, um, it's been done before. But I, I like the take that they're doing on it in this one, and uh, it's just a good show. So I would say check it out. Awesome, guys! Thanks for listening, and just remember. Oh no! <laughs> the end. See you next week, guys. <laughs> what the Who was that? Mind Gap Podcast.